Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Chris Beal of ConnectAndSell.com. Chris has been participating in software startups as a founder or at an early stage for most of the past 30 years. His focus has consistently been on creating and taking to market simple products that can be used successfully the first time they are touched without taking a course or reading a manual. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. Seth, fantastic to be here. Let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started in the software business? Well, you know, Willie Sutton said that about Robin Banks, it's where the money is. So I was a physicist mathematician who was going to go off and teach high school and there's no money there. And uh, I don't know, I got a little taste for entrepreneurship and decided that I was, I was going to go off into a business that had an unlimited top end. And so I joined up with NCR, kind of forced my way in. And one thing led to another, I became some kind of software guy. I'm sure the longer version of that is probably in a book somewhere, or it should be. So what, when did, how did Connect and Sell start? So uh, there was a guy who was in India who was trying to figure out how to call back to the U.S. He had some employees. He didn't want them talking to people, but he didn't want himself dialing. So he, he cut up his list into five, six lists. I think it was six, put it around a table and said, hey, hold your finger next to who you're calling. Dial, navigate the phone system, ask for gatekeepers to transfer you, do all that stuff. But if you get the target and they answer, don't say a word, hold the phone up. I'll grab it out of your hand and see where your finger is and I'll talk to him. And it worked so well that he decided to automate it. And that was way back in 2007. And about three years, four years later, you know, they had some venture capital and companies looking to do something bigger. And I met the founder, Sean McLaren. They, they, the founder actually paid some money to make the thing work. Five minutes later, I told him, hey, I'm in. He said, what if I'm not hiring? And I said, Sean, it's a free country. Okay, so talk to us a little bit about your role at Connect and Sell. Well, I'm the CEO. I used to be the head of products. I've done a lot of other jobs. I've been CFO, I've been head of marketing, been a bunch of other stuff I don't know how to do. So I guess, you know, eventually you end up doing the thing that uh, nobody wants to do, which is to run the company. And so I've been CEO since 2014. And um, it's been a blast. I mean, what we do is we let a business to business salesperson push a button, talk to somebody on their list in about five minutes with no effort, takes all the excuses away and lets them talk to 10 times more people in a day. And if, you know, that for some people that helps them sell more and for others it amplifies suck. 
Well, okay, so let's dive a little bit deeper because it sounds like you're solving a huge problem. So how is your software getting me the gatekeeper on the phone if that's what it's doing? Well, what happens is with Connect and Sell, you dial into it. It's like a conference bridge. You log into it through a website. So it's just like a regular web application. You pick a list. It's your list, not our list. And you push a button. What happens in the background is a bunch of dials start happening in parallel. Each one of those dials is managed by an expert. That person's job is one and only one thing to navigate that dial until two states. One is goes to voicemail, hang up. The other is gets a target and uh, they transfer it instantly without talking to the target. So Gatekeeper is just another step along the way. So does that mean that I'm in the system, I've uploaded the list, I pushed the button, it's dialing a whole bunch, and then there's somebody in your offices somewhere who when that phone picks up, and let's say a Gatekeeper answers, they're physically asking for Mr. Jones, if he's busy, they hang up, they refuse to leave a message, but if she says, okay, I'll put you through, then it live transfers to me and I know I'm talking to Mr. Jones? Exactly, exactly. So yeah, when I brought this home to my uh, now late wife, I asked her, what do you think of this? And she said, well, we use it at my company. She was the EA to a Silicon Valley CEO. She said the, the reps love it, but I would never transfer one of those calls. So I went into the system, found three calls she had transferred to her boss, played the recordings for her and said, why'd you transfer? Well, just the first one. She said, Oh, the guy had an admin making his calls for him. He must have been important. I wasn't going to hang up on an admin. All right. And so I, that's, I mean, for B to, for salespeople, professionals who are trying to get through a gatekeeper of any any type, that sounds like the holy grail, right? Because we spend majority of our time leaving messages or trying to get through a gatekeeper, leaving messages with them that we know aren't going to get returned. So how are you getting the word out about Connect and Sell? Primarily by using Connect and Sell. So we have got a bunch of reps, not a big number, but we have about 10 who call and set appointments for the other 10. And those 10 also use Connect and Sell a little bit less because they're busy you know, doing deals. And so we talked to roughly 88,000 VPs of sales last year. And we just call them on the phone with Connect and Sell and say, I believe we've discovered a breakthrough that completely eliminates the waste and the frustration that keeps your best reps from being effective on the phone or even using the phone at all. And that's kind of it. That's what we do. I love that the sales are a product of the product. That obviously speaks volumes to the fact that it works. How has the reception been? How is, your, how, how is the growth going? Uh, the growth has been good. We've been patient. It's one of these things that people are going to adopt or not adopt, depending on how they feel about talking to folks. There's a lot of noise out there about digital means of getting business, and some of it works for a while and some doesn't. We get um, a lot of companies that won't talk about Connect and Sell. They consider it a weapon, not a tool. And so they don't want their competitors getting a hold of this, this thing. And, um, you know, we respect that. You can't make people talk about your stuff. Some of them will talk about it. Tony Safoyan, CEO over at SADA, Google Cloud's biggest reseller, he actually on his own podcast said they made tens of millions of dollars during their Connect and Sell four-hour test drive. So, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that it takes some patience. We're growing 20, 25% a year and we're profitable. We're a Silicon Valley company that doesn't pour venture capital into a hole. We actually are more old style bootstrappy kind of guys, maybe because we're old. I think the Google Cloud 
head of strategy once called me up and said, we've concluded you're the most interesting company in Silicon Valley because you guys are old. I said, we're only 15 years old. He said, no, no, you're very old people. And in Silicon Valley, that's unusual. Understood. So other than getting through to the target, as you said, what do you think are the biggest challenges that your customers are facing? Well, one is they don't know what to say. So that's why we've launched this thing called Connect and Sell Flight School to teach them, especially how to handle the first seven seconds of a conversation. That's where you, you can build trust or not. So Chris Voss, the author of Never Split the Difference, I asked him one evening, how long do we have to get trust in a cold call? I figure a hostage negotiator would know that. And he just said, seven seconds. I said, really? Our research says eight seconds. He says, your research is wrong. It's seven seconds. And so I vetted something with him and it was what we were already using. So we teach it now. And we can actually turn pretty much anybody into a top flight cold caller. It takes about eight hours, four two-hour sessions, live fire. And the fun part is they make money while they're learning. Your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? You know, I love to watch companies dominate. I have a podcast called Market Dominance, guys. I, I mean, you know, you're already in that business, right? In the market domination business. So there is nothing more fun than watching a, a, the skepticism because this is a product people are highly skeptical of. It's like, really? 10X? That doesn't work, right? It sounds too good to be true. And it's fun to watch them light up. And then like Matt McCorkle up at Kaiser Compressors, big German air compressor company, to watch a company like that take on COVID and dominate because they're talking to so many people and they had never used the phone before, that is really fun. That sounds like it. I know that you are also a voracious learner. What are some of the best books you've ever read that have helped influence your career? You know, it's kind of funny. They're, they're not books most people would think of. A couple would be. I mean, Jeffrey Moore's Crossing the Chasm taught me that the arrogance of software guys like me, tech guys like me, works against us because we think people love our products and people are repulsed by them. And he's very credible. And um, yeah, that, I, I take that one to heart every single day, how to get across that big area where there's no money because nobody wants your product. And so uh, that was hugely influential. The late Clayton Christensen's Innovator's Dilemma also taught me, you know, what, what happens when somebody comes into a market at one third your price with good enough? What do you need to do? Or, or how can you be that guy? And then another one, oddly enough, is the biography of a famous physicist, Richard Feynman. What do you care what other people think is his, his posthumous uh, autobiography. I know you can't write him when you're dead, but he did. And, you know, that phrase always stuck in my mind. It's like, if you're going to go out and do something, you can't sit around caring about what other people think. They would have already done it. If you had to start over again, knowing what you know now, what would you do differently? Well, if I were starting all the way over again, I, I would have gotten in the software business earlier. Um, I started writing software in 68, but I didn't go into the business until 79. And I did a lot of other cool things, uh, some of which are quite odd and people think, you know, what a weird career that guy has. But there is still, there was a lot more to learn and the opportunities were there. And I just would have started earlier in this particular field. Software eats the world for a reason and it's a good place for me. You give advice every day. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? The very best advice I ever got was from my old physics teacher. I was about to go to work as a physics teacher at my old high school. And I was going to replace her. And the day before that happened, she took me aside and said, I'm not going to forbid you to do this, but I've tracked all my students for 40 years. I'm an angel investor. I said, what, you invest in angels? I didn't know what that meant. 
And she said, look, you're an entrepreneur by nature. Don't teach, go and do. Plunge into something. You'll hate something about it so quickly, you'll go start a company around that particular problem. And she was right. That is great advice. And what a great story. For our folks who are watching and listening, where is the best place for us to send them to learn more? You know, I think LinkedIn's good for me, um, but and also my Market Dominance Guys podcast. It's out there everywhere. It's just Market Dominance Guys. And, uh, you know, if, if you want to really get into what's going on inside my head, this accidental podcast kind of goes deep in a couple areas that uh, are not often explored. Uh, we will make sure to check that out. What have, who's an ideal client for Connect and Sell? You know, it's a company that really wants to grow, but hasn't overhired a sales force yet. So we had one customer once who was, uh, they had 52 folks, they had been acquired and they were told they needed to grow from 200, well, about 400 million to a billion in four years, didn't know how to do it. And they were gonna hire 400 people. And we managed to keep them at 52 people, grow and beat that number by 11%. So somebody who's looking for growth in B2B and they haven't yet overhired and they wanna see what's it like, can I do this with one third or one fourth the number of people and dominate? That is absolutely incredible. Well, this we greatly appreciate you taking the time to spend some of it with us. This has been Seth Green with Chris Beal of Connect and Sell and the Market Dominance Guys podcast. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. Amazing to be here, Seth. Thanks everybody for watching or listening and we will see you or talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.